this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome back after buzzers. We missed you guys last week. So tonight, Real Housewives of Potomac after show, we're talking Candace getting slapped by her mama. We're talking Giselle and a dump. And we're talking Michael and the D. All that and more coming up for you next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Hey, you guys. What's up? What's up, party people? I am your host, Erica Edwards. Welcome back to the Real Housewives of Potomac After Show, Season 4, Episode 8, Sex, Lives, and Butter Knives. I couldn't do it without my girl here, the amazing and wonderful and lovely Danny. Hey, guys. So, you guys, tonight was a little crazy. It was mm-hmm. a little crazy, but stay tuned till the end, because just like the episode, the end gets better on our show as well. Uh, so, let's start off really over top. Danny, how did you feel about this episode, like, overall? I thought it was a good episode. It was full of drama, like, as always. But um, the ending kind of, like, threw me for a loop. You know, like... Doing stuff in people's houses, like having arguments in people's houses, just like kind of threw me off. But like, it's always just full of drama, so I expected that. Yeah, it was interesting, I thought as well. Um, you know, like I just mentioned, that they left so much because they did, like, I don't know if I'm a fan of the flashback because they, they've done mm-hmm. that a few times, and I'm always like, oh God, okay, like, so you spend the whole episode waiting, and so then it's like, okay, the last minute of the episode. So, uh, you know, but overall, I think it was interesting to see who was kind of, I think originally Candace, obviously, was really messy. But then I really felt this episode, Giselle kind of got into the mix and kind of stirred things up a little bit with everyone. So that was really interesting to see all the different girls. Um, All right. So that being said, we'll start off as the episode did with Candace and Chris. Um, so this was our sort of first time 
seeing them, um, or one of the few times we've seen them since they've been married, sort mm-hmm. of in their new family home. Uh, so what did you think about the whole thing about Candace, I guess, being so ready to move out of this space? And I thought it was interesting that Chris was like, oh, you know, I got to get this cookbook together. And there was no discussion at all about her getting a job. Right. Um, I think she deserves to move. I mean, if I was in her position, I would want to move also. I feel like that is something that always comes up in the group. Like, they try to lowball her or, like, you know, throw shade at her by saying that she lives in her mom's house. So I'm pretty sure that's probably what's fueling her wanting to move into something that is her own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I agree with that, although I kind of feel like... You know, she could work. I mean, I don't know. I know it's Real Housewives and they don't have to work. Otherwise, that's why they're on the show. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's so interesting that, you know, like she wants to move, but she's not really sort of motivated to do anything sort of on her own, really. Or at least she doesn't talk about it. Um, What were your thoughts about the whole thing about her mother slapping her with a purse? That was too much. I personally think that her mom went too far with that. I don't ever think that you should do something like that to your child at all, but especially like in front of everyone at a wedding, that would make me mad, and I would have probably left if I was her. That's true, but um, I don't know. I didn't see a clip of it, so I, I'm kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we already know how Candace can change things around, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying... Like, you know, we've talked about it a lot on this show already about how crazy her mom is. And Mm -hmm. I get that. Um, So I don't know. Like, did her mom, like, full out hit her in the face with a purse? Like, it just, I mean, it does sound crazy. And it doesn't seem like it's beyond her crazy mama, for sure. Um, But then again, Candace talks to her mother crazy, too. So, you know, I mean, if she's paying all of your bills, just be nice at the party. I don't know. but I I think that... (laughs) We took it. All we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. They both just have really strong personalities, and so they, you know, mesh. And I think that's with a lot of, like, moms and daughters, because sometimes I'm like that with my mom. But certain things, it's just like, you don't do, you don't say to your mom, and your mom doesn't say to you. I feel like they don't have any boundaries, and she's too old for them to not have any boundaries. I agree. However, I mean, I think realistically, whatever boundaries you have, Mm -hmm. once you stay at your parents' place or your parents are paying your bills or basically you're living off of them, whether you're you move back home as an adult, all those things, you have to go by their rules and kind of you do have to kind of just suck it up. I mean, Mm -hmm. or make your own way. So, um, so yeah, so I think they, I think her mother obviously is crazy, needs to pull back or whatever, but to some extent she does use the money to control her and Candace kind of goes along with it because she likes nice things. So, Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting because Chris, uh, seemed to be sort of the one who's like, okay, you know, we don't need to be in a rush. Chris seems to kind of balance Candace out and I kind of do like that about their relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. So I think I think they're a cute couple. Interesting. They're a cute couple. I think that sometimes he sees like 
sometimes Candace has like childish ways or like immature ways. And just like she said in the episode, she thinks that one day Chris might get fed up with her always arguing with her mom. And I agree because no one wants to always be like in drama or have drama in their space all the time. Because I feel like most of their conversations on the show are regarding her mom, like her and her mom's relationship. Well, I agree with you to an extent because I feel the same way about Chris I do about Candace. Mm-hmm. If you get tired of hearing about it, then you pay a bill and move. You know right. what I'm saying? So as long as her mama is you living in her mama's house, basically, you know what I'm saying? And this is allowing you to do what you want to do with your restaurant, then I feel like he's going to be quiet and mm-hmm. listen to it. I mean, like, I get that he would be irritated, but I mean, I think he knows how the gravy train is. He has children and stuff. I mean, I think... Yeah, I think he's going to take it. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and I mean that, like, not in necessarily a bad way, but, um, but yeah, like, I think he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. hear the drama or whatever, but at the end of the day, until hopefully his cookbook will, you know. Take off. Yeah. Take off and stuff. I, I'm, you know, I don't know. Maybe he'll be Martha Stewart. Maybe they're, <laughs> I think that they're counting too much on this cookbook personally, but, yeah, you know. Cause, yeah, because, yeah. But I think that her involving her mom and stuff in her relationship is going to definitely, like... Because anytime that you are always around drama, like, it's going to ruin your your relationship. Whether he's living there under her mom's roof or not, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think, yeah, like, there's so many different shows. And at the end of the day, if your parents pay for everything, then you and your spouse have to, like... right. Bow down, dude. Get humble yourself. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. But um, but we'll see. Chris actually seems really mellow. He actually, out of the two of them, he seems sort of mature. He does. He seems like he's not going to get into it with her mom. He's just going to kind of fall back. So mm-hmm. he actually seems like he can keep it together. Right. He likes to have a home. <laughs> um. All right. So let's move on to uh, Ashley and Michael. So we saw a couple of scenes with them. And they really, to me, seem, and we know she's pregnant now, but they really legitimate mm-hmm. seem like uh, really close this season and really together. And I don't know if it's because they had to battle all these scandals and they're trying to get pregnant, but I like their closeness. What do you think? I Their relationship is kind of weird to me because last year he was so gung-ho about not wanting to have a family with her. And then this year it just suddenly turned around and I'm just like, what? changed because he really was like no I don't want to have a family yada 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 and then randomly he's like crying about you know not being able to have a family and it's like you were just going in last season about not wanting a family so like what happened yeah um and I I agree with you on that sense in that at least when it comes to the baby stuff he did have a really quick turnaround and, mm-hmm. you know, and I do, I mean, I don't agree with how Candace handled things, but I was kind of suspect of his tears or whatever, la- you know, the last episode um, at Monique's party. But I did kind of, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. With them, it's tough to say because sometimes I know maybe the first episode, like I don't really need to see them licking on each other and stuff. That was kind of gross. <laughs> But um, this episode, I don't know. I almost felt like it was real, you guys. I hate to say it, but it seemed like it could almost be a relationship. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so they're getting rid of, rid of his pool table, which is kind of like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that was crazy. And it was interesting to see, as we all do, throw shade at Candace. Ashley threw a little shade, you know, and, well, throughout the episode about, I mean, everybody, I guess, is really hard on Candace living in her mama's house. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's interesting that Candace even invited Ashley to the party. What did you think about the whole thing about Chris really wanting Ashley to come and wanting her feedback on the recipes? It was just like, okay. Like, Ashley has a restaurant, but we've seen in the past that Ashley's restaurant isn't like, you know, like a big restaurant or anything. So I don't know what feedback he would want. But I do think that it was just, she was called there because it was going to be messy. Right. That's what I think. Because anytime Ashley is around, it's messy. And they knew pretty much what she was going to talk about. She's always talking about the same thing. And when it happens, when she gets in arguments with Candace, they never end. Like, they are always, like, really long. So I think that's why she came over. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess basically it was just the producers. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was like, okay, she knows she can't stand a girl. And she's been talking about her like a dog. So, but welcome, you know. (laughs) Share a meal with us. Um, All right. Well, before we go on to our next topic... Danny has something to share with you guys. Yes. Before we move on, we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. So first, please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, give us a rating on iTunes, and leave us a comment. Being a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us. So thank you all for supporting us and doing what we love. Thank you, guys. So like, subscribe. And if you're in the chat, as I see some of you are, then mm-hmm. give us a thumbs up because you guys are there anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see what they're talking about in the chat. Um, <laughs> someone says, probably part two of this mess is called Days of Our Days of Our Knives. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Joseph Boza. That's hilarious. I like that. <laughs> you need to send that to Bravo because that would be a good title for sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, okay, so let's move on to, um, because someone in the chat mentioned they were talking about Robin. Robin had a lot to say this episode, which I find interesting. She had a lot of comments about Ashley's relationship being weird and blah, 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 when, like, her relationship with Juan seems, this is the first season, it's actually seemed close to normal. Mm -hmm. So, um the scene with Robin and Juan, I found really interesting. What did you think about Robin being like, now that the kids found out, something has to happen? And we've been watching this for four years. Right. What, what are your thoughts? Honestly, when I saw that and she was talking about, like, do we want to get married again or not? I honestly do not think that Juan wants to get married. He seems so comfortable, right? Yeah. In their little situationship being that, like, the, it's the whole family. So they're pretty much family already, and they're together already. So I think he's comfortable, and he really isn't in a rush to remarry her. Because he probably feels like he has her already, because she's there, his kids are there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, he does have her. Um, I think what I found kind of interesting about it, or I don't know if I want to say interesting, but honestly kind of sad. I was like, don't you want to finalize it for yourself? Like, Mm -hmm. that was my thing. I was like, okay, I get it. You know, you got back together and you're doing it for the kids and all of that. And, you know, I mean, I think that's a great, if she likes it, love it. But um, what I, and I guess that's what I always want for Robin. It's like, why don't you want to either be in a relationship or be in a, you know, be happy 
and not like she seems like she's okay with kind of just going with the flow, mm-hmm. not having sort of any definition for something. But now that her sons are like, when are you going to get married? Now she's like, oh, it can't go on forever because of something they said, which right. I'm like, well, what about what you think? You know, you grown, so I don't know. I don't think that she's okay with going with the flow. Honestly, I think that Robin is just kind of scared to bring that to Lon because she doesn't know what he'll say. Because in the past when she's brought things to him, like, it could go either way. Right. And I think that she probably knows that he's not in a rush, so she doesn't want to feel make him feel like she's rushing him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Personally, I'm like, either she's scared or she needs a storyline. I'm not sure right. which of the two. But um, now in season four, I mean, actually, this is the closest I've ever seen them. So mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I think it's great. And if this... You know, I mean, if this is their way of kind of twisting to, like, whatever, their little three-day wedding spinoff, okay, I'm for it, for (laughs) sure. Um, But, yeah, like, I just kind of want her to be, uh, I always want her to be stronger, I think. Mm -hmm. And she seems very self-doubting. Like, maybe he does. I don't know, because he's not, I mean, we see him on camera, but it's only been over the seasons. There's only been a few episodes where he really kind of has revealed anything. So Mm -hmm. I don't think we honestly really know. Like we know at some point he was dating other people. Um, At some point she's told us that he wanted to get remarried, but she didn't want it or whatever. But we've never really heard him like just really say anything straight Mm -hmm. up. So, I mean, I think that one's up in the air. Um, But it's interesting that she has so much to say about other people's relationships, even though she was like, well, I want people to stay out of my business. Mm -hmm. So, which I think is hilarious because people are always like, okay, you know, and Candace kind of did the same thing about Ashley. Oh, I'm not going to say anything about what Michael said at the party. She said that like every single episode since Mm -hmm. and has mentioned it every single episode since. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, you know, that really (laughs) isn't true. (laughs) But, um... Let's move on because we saw a lot of Monique this episode and Mm -hmm. we haven't really, you know, she's kind of just been cute and pregnant in the background, mostly not really getting into too much of a tussle with anybody this season. Um, But she looked great, like to be pregnant. She's been killing it every episode, Mm -hmm. like with her outfits and just, she has really, you know, I don't know. She's she's she used, stepped it up this season. Yeah, she's for sure. using her Bravo money well because mm-hmm. um, she's looking great. Uh, so, what did you think about that photo shoot? It was so cute. I really love Monique. She's probably one of my favorite housewives because I think she's unproblematic. But when something, when someone needs to be addressed about something, she's not scared to address it, which is perfect, you know, because all of these people on all of the housewives shows, but really on this show, they talk about each other or they talk about someone else and then they go to the next person. And I don't see her doing that that often. But her maternity shoot was so cute. And I think that her inviting Ashley there was good because I feel like Monique wants to just resolve all of her problems. And I don't know if it's because she's pregnant or not, but she just seems like she just wants to resolve all her problems, be cool with everyone and just not have any drama, really. Right. And I liked I liked a lot that she's kind of moving to a different place with Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting about Monique, to me, it's not so much that she's not messy. I feel like she has her alliances with whoever she messes with, and then the people that she doesn't, you know, she'll talk about you to your face. Like, she just, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's not like, I think with her, she's not two-faced it, but she just, you know, she has her messy moments, but she just doesn't... Um, 
she's not like you know she's not like stirring the pot she right. either likes you or she's not really messing with you mm-hmm. and she's gonna bring it to you and then you know usually it's a big blow up as we saw a little bit in this episode um but she's not really into talking people behind their back. She does do it to their face, which mm-hmm. I certainly do respect with her. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Are you guys? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, I think Monique is interesting in that respect. Now, what was interesting, I thought, in this episode that I mentioned earlier was uh, Giselle being messy. So when Giselle goes on a walk with Ashley and Robin, she basically repeats all of that stuff that Candace told her. Um, which I don't know. I mean, I really wasn't that surprised, but it was like, yeah, me you know, Giselle, you're basically being as crazy as Candace was. I mm-hmm. felt so. You know that whole, um, that whole thing with Robin and Ashley. I thought, I don't know. That little scene was kind of like, oh God, here we go. Yeah, it's just very messy. And to me, Giselle has a problem with realizing when she's messy. She only realizes when other people are messy. Like yeah. for example. When she was talking about um, she doesn't want to be messy or she doesn't want any problems, but Monique is, or Katie looks better with the bonnet on than Monique does on her best day, I was like, shade. (laughs) Like, what do you mean you don't want any problems? And then you say that. It's just like a contradiction. I didn't really understand. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although, I mean, Candace has a good point. She knew all along like she like that's the thing like if you go back and she's supposed to be Monique's friend and you go back and say something to basically her enemy which is Giselle to some extent um something about Monique then it's like okay are you really Monique's friend because why would you even why would you do that like that's the part that was so crazy so to me at least when it came to Monique Giselle does what anybody who don't like somebody would do you Mm -hmm. talk about them so um but the reason why I brought that up was because, of course, Ashley runs and tells Monique. So it's like this whole episode was like a game of telephone. I was like, okay, because Ashley right. wasn't even there when Candace said it. So I was like, how's Ashley going to say, oh, she meant like a slave when, you know. Honestly, I think Candace knew exactly what she was doing when she went to Giselle with that information. Because in the episode before... When Giselle ran and told something that she said about Ashley, ran and told Ashley that, it was a problem. And she was like, oh, Giselle, of course, is like running her mouth and telling. But then you went to Giselle about Monique and you expected a different outcome. How did you expect a different outcome if she did the same thing to you? Well, yeah, exactly. And you know she doesn't like Monique. So it wasn't very surprising at all. And um you know, and it was interesting that Ashley brought it to her. But, I mean, you know, it was sort of like, okay, Candace said this messiness about you. And mm-hmm. she said this messiness about me. Except that Candace is supposed to be Monique's friend. So, um, so that was kind of interesting. I really liked I really liked uh, seeing Monique and Ashley kind of, you know. Yeah, me too. Kind of bring it together. That was really sweet, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh so then we also saw, so Monique, as soon as she gets it, which is what we were saying, I'll give her credit. So she has this luncheon with Candace and, um, you know, and it's friendly at first and she's, I mean, they didn't really get into it, but she definitely brought it to her. And what did you feel about Candace's sort of like explanation for it? It was too much to me when Monique said it the first time, if Candace felt away. Wouldn't it be smart to say to Monique at that moment, like, I think that what you just said was, like, pretty offensive. You might not want to repeat that, yada, yada, yada. But she 
takes offense to it, and then goes to Giselle about it, instead of just saying to Monique, I feel a certain way about what you said. It makes no sense. And then when she came to Monique and said that um, Giselle is the one that said something about slavery, well, when you heard Giselle say, like, related to slavery, then you should have corrected Giselle. It's like, she's not trying to correct people, but she tries to, you know, move all the information well, and it's just like, yeah, and then when they showed the the producer, shout out to them as always. When they showed the clip, Giselle said like slavery, and Candace said yes. Right. So you know that's how she meant. That's how she said she meant it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the thing. I, I agree. I mean, she should have said something to Candace at the time. But what I thought was crazy was okay. She's even said in her confessionals like, I regret. I should have said anything to Giselle. I talked too much. Whatever. But she didn't have, like, she wasn't woman enough to say that to Candace. Because really, and I think I cut it, clipped a tweet like that. But that was the thing. Like, just be like, okay, girl, you know, whatever. I was talking too much. And just own it instead mm-hmm. of, like, trying to rationalize, like, oh, well, I thought you were, you know, um, out of line or whatever. It's like, okay. Well, first of all, if you did think that, you would have said that. Mm-hmm. But secondly, even if you thought that or you didn't think that, Bringing it to Giselle is just messy. And she, I think she should have apologized to her. Right. It's like at the beginning when Monique first confronted her, it took her a minute to like say anything. She like took a sip of her drink and everything. And I was like, okay, she's about to come up with a reason why she did this. And her reasons are never enough. She really is becoming Ashley to me. Like she just yeah. is just so messy this season. And I didn't expect that from her, honestly. Yeah, I didn't either. Although, like, I don't know. I mean, I hate to be so negative. I know you guys hate it, too. Um, (laughs) But I kind of feel like, okay, outside this mama thing, like, is she doing this for a storyline? Because I feel like, you know, everybody, you know, part of it, nobody wants to lose their spot. And I honestly feel like somebody could lose their spot to Katie because Katie is coming back like with fire right. this this season as a friend of the show. I mean, you know, she's she's kind of changed. She's kind of making that crazy work. She's fun. And so, you know, so I don't know. I think it's interesting because it does seem sort of like random. Like, why do you care so much about Ashley? Mm-hmm. And, you know, why are you spreading stuff like blatantly about Monique? It just seems like messiness for like no real reason. Um, it just seems a little extra and, you know, but, but maybe it's because of what she's going through with her mother or whatever. Um, but Monique was one of her friends. So Mm -hmm. why couldn't she kind of, you know, why couldn't she apologize? I think was my whole thing. Like, you know, you messed up. So, you know, just come clean girl. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see with (laughs) Candace. Um, what do you think about, um, excuse me, about Giselle and her new project or whatever. When they said 1.4 million for the house, I literally was like, is this a joke? What? But I mean, I think she's someone that likes long-term projects and things like that. You know, like she likes a challenge. So maybe it'll be good for her, you know? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, girl, Robin has that storyline. Like, I'm not going to watch a whole season of you repairing a house. Like, Right. You might go back to dating. I don't know. But um, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I went to school in uh, D.C., so Bethesda is an amazing area. So I can certainly understand the value of property um, in that area. But I was surprised her mom, like her mom is so cute and cool. Like I, I was a little surprised because mm-hmm. I thought her mom would be like, it's I love you, baby. You can do anything. But this is a dump. But she was actually like really supportive. Like, sure, you can do it. 
And I'm not saying she can't do it, but I don't know, you know. Because Robin is struggling. And Robin has, well, I guess she doesn't really have one, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I was like, Giselle, you know, work on that makeup, girl. Like, I'm a little... Uh, so it's interesting, the whole thing. I'm like, Ugh. Maybe Giselle needs this project to kind of get her mind off of that bad relationship that she had with Sherman. I think this might be, like, good for her to kind of be involved in something and not have to worry about that. Because that really, she was depressed about that. She was really, like, crying and sobbing about that for, like, the first three episodes. So maybe she needs this. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know because yeah. uh, I feel like she was upset with Sherman, or she gave him a little whatever. She gave him another chance. He didn't go to whatever. Um, I don't know when she went to the. I don't know. She don't seem that upset. I'm just gonna say she. She. She seems like okay. On to the next. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. And we've talked about this before. Like maybe she has like a secret boyfriend somewhere or something. But uh, you know. I mean. I think. I think she's embarrassed. Like, she doesn't like the fact that he, that Karen saw him out with other people mm-hmm. and that people can say stuff. I think right. she's definitely embarrassed and and hurt, but she, I don't know. She seemed okay. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as Sherman goes, I mean, I think, I don't know, with Giselle. I think Giselle has um, kind of like, I hate to say it, but kind of like Kenya Moore. I don't. Her relationships don't seem that is a good that, comparison. That authentic, and but but kind of like Kenya, I don't like she's beautiful and stuff. I feel like she definitely had probably has somebody. She just is like, you know, he ain't ready for TV yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't know you guys. But she because she, every relationship, she never seems like. Mm-hmm. That hurt. She's like, okay, well, you know, I'm out here. I'm single. I'm cute. Which she is all those things. Yeah, she is. Um. So I don't know. So we'll see what happens with this house. I really hope that, um, yeah, I'd rather see her dating than seeing her repair a house all season. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. We, we got a lot more episodes to go. This is only episode eight, and I do not want to see you in this house for, like, a million more episodes. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, Giselle, you're lovely. Meet you a man in Chocolate City, girl. Right. Um, so we. I'm hoping. But very cute to see her with her mom. Her mom's the best. Um All right, so let's move on to the party. So Chris is getting his food on, his cook, his chef thing going. And this is really nice because I feel like, I don't remember what season that was, two or three or something, when when they had the barbecue and the girls came and they didn't have any napkins, which Mm -hmm. I thought was hilarious when they they asked for napkins. I was like, oh, no, Chris, we're not going down this path again. Um... So I think this is really a chance for him to prove himself with them because he kind of messed up that first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice. And he definitely seemed to kind of be, you know, like more than just a barbecue pit guy. Like I thought that whole thing with him cooking and really trying to put forth recipes was really cool. What did you think? About yeah, it was Chris? cute. I like seeing Chris like in his element and not right. just always like right behind Candace. You yeah. know, he's kind of one of the men on the show that kind of, you know, is able to show more of himself than the other husbands are. Yes, me, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Although, before we get to that, um, I guess before I will fit, I'll come back to the party. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, before we get to that, speaking of husbands, we we saw Ray this episode. It was only for a second, so I almost forgot. Um, but what did you think about Karen and Ray and the dancing? Oh, 
I like to see old people get their groove on. Yeah, I love it. I honestly think that Karen and Ray have gotten so much closer since she lost both of her parents. Yeah. Of course, that's like something very traumatic. And I think now she's leaning on her immediate family, like her daughter and her husband. And I think that's good for them to kind of, you know, learn more about each other, go on dates, have fun, because she needs to get out because she's very depressed about that. And I think that going out with Ray and having fun is good for her. Yeah, I really like that because I think that with his tax issues or parents dying or whatever, I think all of these turmoils have brought them closer as a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so when we see them, Ray's always been, like, supportive for her, always. So it's never... We never see any cracks in his armor or whatever. But sometimes she doesn't seem like she's, you know, she seems like she's into everything but Ray. You know, because then it was her daughter. And then when she went off to college and then she was taking care of her parents. And it's always something else. And so it's nice to see them kind of come together as a couple. And so I definitely thought that their whole little dance scene was super cute. And uh, and it, and the teacher was hilarious with the shoes. Like, okay, Karen, you can't you can't do that. Right. And uh, and it's and it's interesting that she's been married to him all these years and she didn't realize he didn't have any rhythm. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that I was, was like, funny. um, yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I remember they had some other big party, but he didn't really dance too much. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen him dance. I don't so, think so. you know, they, you know, you should have known, Karen. He does. You know, the Bill Gates, mm-hmm. the black Bill Gates has no rhythm. None. But, um, all right, so back to the finale of the episode, the party at Candace's. So when um, Giselle and Robin get there, mm-hmm. Candace almost like immediately, start, you know, I guess they start talking to her about um, Ashley and stuff. And so she starts talking about the comment that Michael made. What do you think about her, like, just, just getting it out there so quickly. Well, she when she was talking about it, she was saying it as if that was her reasoning for always going back and forth with Ashley. And I didn't understand that. Why? What does that have to do with you going back and forth with Ashley? Like she said, I have reasons. And this is like, that was one of the reasons. I didn't understand that. Well, I think what she's saying is, and what I thought was interesting is, initially, these past couple episodes, she's been saying that she didn't really think Ashley wanted to get pregnant. Right. And now what she's saying, not only does she not think she wants to get pregnant, she thinks basically their whole marriage is fake. Mm -hmm. So that's her thing. She's like, oh, I think it's fake, basically, because he's gay. And they're just fronting because I guess they won't be on TV. I think that's the argument that she's pretending to make or, you know, asserting. And, um... And it, and I agree with you. Like, I was like, okay, uh, maybe he's whatever, you know, mm-hmm. maybe whatever happened, happened. But um, to say that, like, their whole marriage is a fraud, I think, mm-hmm. is extra. And it was interesting that Giselle was like, okay, well, I'll never da- doubt Candace again. Like, that, I've, I was like, okay, really, Giselle? I honestly think Giselle only said that because Robin was there to back Candace up. If Candace came to Giselle and said that, without Robin being there to be like, yes, it did happen. I, for a fact, think that she would be like, no. And she would carry that information to Ashley and spread it around. But because her best friend Robin okayed it, she was like, oh, okay, I'll never doubt her. But Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, I get that Candace revealed it or whatever. But to me, to say, okay, now Candace is right that their marriage is fake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't like it. And I think it sort of comes off, I think, kind of like with Housewives, Real Housewives of Atlanta, 
they come off a little homophobic, honestly. And I think that that's kind of going to be an issue, I think, for them. Or at least, I think it's going to be an issue for them. I mean, Mm -hmm. because to me, it's like, okay, so what? He said it like it's not, you know, this I think is apart from the sexual sexual harassment charges. So I don't see I don't know. Like, I feel like they're blowing it into something that's so huge. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I think it's just coming off wrong. Yeah, I think it would have been easier for them to maybe pull well, one person pull Ashley to the side about it because what if that's something that she knows within her relationship or, you know, she's okay with within her relationship? You don't know. We don't know from the outside his sexual orientation and, like, what he likes. You know what I mean? So maybe bring that to her outside of a group setting, but it seems like everything is, like, always in a group setting, you know? Exactly. And I think to kind of come at her with, oh, okay, your husband, you know, is gay or whatever, and so now your marriage is fake is, like, mm-hmm. you know, a crazy thing to assert to somebody and to kind of, you know, and to kind of carry that into, okay, because he made this comment, now I don't think you really want to get pregnant. Now I think when you cry about, you know, having a miscarriage, you're not really crying. I mean, I think Candace is just going way too far with that one. Um, so <laughs> so Ashley actually comes, Ashley and Katie. So I think it'll be interesting to see if all of Candace's sort of messiness comes to fruition next episode. But um, so they get into it. And, you know, and it's interesting because I think Candace always stands behind, oh, this drinking thing, which I'm kind of tired of hearing about. Me too, yeah. I'm like, okay, you know. and But Ashley has a point in that supposedly they squashed it and then Candace still went back and was talking about her after Monique's party. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it is unclear to me why Candace is so obsessed with whatever, whether Michael is gay or not. Why does Candace still care, like, to this extent? The party was just a mess. And I think that things really only get out of control with Candace when her mom is brought up. You know what I mean? Because she, like, went ballistic when her mom was brought up with the knife and everything. I'm like, girl chill is not that serious but I think that Ashley knows what buttons to push to make Candace mad she knows to say something about her mom and it works every single time well yeah but I mean they all do it because Monique did the same thing at you know at her luncheon with Candace so you know and but Candace also because to some extent I don't think she has another storyline talks about her mother all the time, the same way Ashley talks about wanting to get pregnant all the time. So if you feel like you can go in on Ashley because she says she's trying to get pregnant and she's doing all this stuff, then certainly people are going to comment about your mother. Because right. she, I mean, that's all she ever kind of brings to them all the time. When Monique said that to Candace about her mom, I don't think she was trying to be shady or anything. She was just trying to open her eyes like, exactly what you complain to us about that your mom does to you is what you're doing to me right now. I don't think she was saying it in a shady way like, yo mama type of thing. You know, I think it was I just... I mean, I don't think she meant it to be shady, but I think it was still a dig because it's yeah. like, okay, you coming at me the same way your crazy mama comes at you. Right. And like, I don't think she was trying to like, whatever, make her feel bad, but I think... Um, yeah, I still kind of, I kind of think it was a little bit of a dig there because I, because that's like, she said it right in the beginning when she first was like, you know, coming at her and stuff. And it's like, I see your point, um, you know, and part of it is true. I mean, at the end of the day, um, 
you know, she did start yelling at her and she's like, oh, you're not going to talk to me in my house. And it's like, well, no, it's your mama's house. So, you know, I mean, I think on both both ends, maybe Ashley meant it in more of a shady way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think either way, it's kind of still a dig because at the end of the day, it's like either you're crazy like your mom or you're living in your mama's place. Right. So, you know, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Monique has had the same, you know, it was a different situation, mm-hmm. of course. So I don't think Monique had the same fire behind it that Ashley did. But, you know, um, it'll be interesting because I assume, you know, I guess we'll have to save it for predictions. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, I can't believe Candace went from like zero to 100 with a butter knife. That was like totally crazy. I think it was just because she was at home, honestly, and she knew that Chris was there. But at the same time, if you're in my house, whether it's owned by me and my mother, anyone that's in my family, if they own that, don't disrespect me in the house. Like, I think that she, that Ashley could have waited. You know, it's like every time a conversation comes up, there has to be an argument. If you're in someone's house, you wait until you leave to have a discussion and, like, really get into it with them. See, I don't know. Because to me, if you've been someplace dogging me to everybody and then you invite me to your house, well, then, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say to my face. Like, why yeah. am I coming to your house? Why, first of all, why did you invite me? And second of all, now that I'm here, I'm not going to be all fake and phony. And I know from all the people at this table that you have gone behind my back and said something to me after supposedly we squashed it or whatever and have been talking about me. So mm-hmm. to me, I kind of get that Ashley, you know, brought it up and it did kind of get... It went, you know, left really fast. But I don't, I don't necessarily blame her for doing it because I'm like, okay, what you're gonna sit there and eat their food and smile, and then she's gonna still call you fake, which is what she did earlier. Yeah, you know? I think Ashley could have brought it up without having to start the nobody in your mama's house type of thing. You know, like you could have brought it up, and the mom didn't even have to be in it. Like she's not a part of every argument that you guys have. You know, like you could have brought it up and been That's like, true. you're talking about me behind my back. I don't like that. Not, I'm in your mama's house. Like, come on. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, you guys. So that's how this, you know, that's this episode. So, you know, we're going to hit it up next week with the, you know, the fight will continue. Uh, So let's move on to our special segment, Shadiest Moments. So what did you think the shadiest moment was for you? The shadiest moment of this episode was definitely Giselle saying that, Katie is prettier than Monique on Monique's best day. It was like, I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is so shady. I'm cringing. Like, it was a lot. (laughs) That was a lot. Um, I think for me, um, I thought Ashley's shade, even from the very beginning of the episode when she was talking to Michael and she's like, oh, you know, Candace invited me to her house for whatever. And he was like... Her house, or maybe it was Michael, really. Her house? Did Candace buy a house? And something. <laughs> and Ashley was like, well, her mama's house. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole episode, it was like her mama's house mm-hmm. uh, during the whole thing. So I don't know. I think it's a tie this time because I think they both are pretty shady. Um, all right. So let's do, we found some tweets. So I found a few tweets during this episode that I thought were funny. And certainly, you guys, if you hashtag us or at Erica D. Edwards, which is me, then, you know, I will shout out your tweets. Okay. Uh, Devante L. Davion L. Damn, I really love I am Miss Samuels and Candy's friendship. Candace needs to own up to her mistake and apologize. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that 
you know, I do like them together as friends. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they seem to kind of had a, have a cute click. And it would have been nice if Candace kind of just said, I'm sorry. Right. Okay, Giselle has no damn clue how to put an outfit together. <laughs> oh, my God, the booty shorts to the dinner. I was like, where is she going? And do they fit? It's like too She much. was walking. I was like, that walk up the uh, up the sidewalk was looking crazy. Right. Although, I mean, she's fabulous. She's gorgeous. But them shorts, I don't know, girl. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if it's the shorts or the shoes, but, yeah, <laughs> that, that walk was doing too much. Okay, gays of Virginia, I'm so sorry. Please fund the community so y'all can have a budget for an actual performer. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they do need money because Ashley, oh, her singing. But I love you, Ash. Okay. Uh, Monique's maternity shoot is so extra, but so good. LMA, yes. I didn't think it was yes. extra. I, I thought it, it. I thought, yeah, underwater, girl. I did think it was extra, but you looked amazing. Amazing. All right, you guys. So we're going to move on to news and gossip. All right, you all. So as we mentioned, Ashley is the expert on restaurants. But as of, I believe, this evening, because this uh, this article came out a few days ago, was the last night of their restaurant. So Ashley and Michael are closing their restaurant so she can focus on the baby and her yoga studio. And he actually is a real estate entrepreneur anyway. So, yeah, if you didn't get your, you know, Australian food by now, then <laughs> too bad. So sad. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they finally pulled it together, but, you know, it was probably, well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to be liked and love, you guys. <laughs> and they're having a wonderful baby boy. So that is great. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay. All right. Uh, so before we get out of here, people, we're going to do some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, Danny, what do you predict? I predict that at this next um, little therapy session, I don't think it's going to work out with Candace and her mom. I think nothing is going to get resolved because nothing really ever gets resolved with them, whether it's someone sitting there or not. They just have like these really strong personalities and they just bump heads like no other. So I don't see it being resolved just from this one therapy session. Yeah, um, I agree, although I am hoping that at some point Candace's mom will realize how mm-hmm. she's being portrayed really on the show, because I'm sure there's things we don't actually see and kind of like, you know, has a moment where she cracks and kind of pulls it out because it's like, you look crazy, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's going to happen in the next coming episodes is that pretty much, I mean, I guess other than Karen, I think uh, Candace is going to fall out with Monique. I think Candace is going to kind of be kind of basically the new Ashley that no one really can stand because Mm -hmm. she's being so messy. And I think it's going to all kind of come back to bite her. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a crazy, great show. We've had a blast. Thank you all. Don't forget to like and subscribe Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. And Danny, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram at the Danny B. Hi, right, you guys, and I'm your host, Erica Edwards, and you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A-D as in door, Edwards. All right, you guys, ciao for now, folks. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. 
Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.